So welcome to Laid Off, spelled L-A-I-D space A-W-F. This is Sandhya Asapaiking, except I don't normally talk like that, so I hope I can hear you. Um, and this is Natasha, who doesn't speak like that. Yeah. And we started a podcast. Ooh, we thought a really um, accurate way to start off our first ever podcast would be to read you some text messages that me and Sandy had yesterday. Um, and <laughs> just a disclaimer, uh, Sandy really likes making nicknames for people. So you see, I call her Sandy. Her name's Sandia. That's my nickname for her, Sun- Sandy or Sands. But she makes nicknames for people that um, don't make any sense at all. And I'm getting really tired of Not her even and true. her nicknames. Not even true. It's true. They all so, they all make sense, okay? So, um, well, anyways, I'm just going to go ahead and read these messages. Are you ready? We can role play. I'll be me and you be you. Are you pulling up these messages? <laughs> I've got them pulled up. Okay, well, I'm going to start with, I sent her a message because I had an enlightening moment where I just came up with a few more <laughs> nicknames for her. Um... Okay, so first of all, her Indian name is going to be from now on Gita. So if you hear, if you hear me call her <laughs> Gita, which I probably won't do, but just in case you know that it's her, her European slash Caucasian name is Alberta, and her stupid name spelled S T O O P I D is <laughs> Queef Tasha, and that Queef Tasha has been her nickname since high school. <laughs> like it's sad to say, but some teachers even found out that I call her Queef Tasha. <laughs> Um, and actually, the nickname has a nickname. She calls me Queefy in public. Yes. And, um, and <laughs> I would like to explain the origin of this nickname because it is not due to any rampant queefing problem I've had. <laughs> Sandy used to call me Queen Latifah in high school. Which I don't know why um, I did that either. I just, like, love that I name. I don't remember where that came <laughs> from. And so she combined Queen and Latifah. She, then she started calling me Latif. I remember this. And then she combined Queen and Latifah to Queef. And then just added the second half of my name to the end <laughs> to make Queef Tasha. And there are multiple people that know that she calls me this. And it's very <laughs> embarrassing. So she sent me a text. Do you want to reread it? The sure. Indian so name. I literally said Indian name colon Gita. European name colon Alberta. Stupid name colon Queef Tasha. And then I sent her a you're welcome with the clapping emojis. <laughs> this was all <laughs> at 8.34 p.m. last night. Literally, I was doing nothing. I said, hi, Natasha Harriman has blocked you. Please refrain from sending her any messages. Which, okay, if you're blocking someone on the phone, no one ever sends you messages like yeah you, you would block think them. an intelligent person would shut the fuck <laughs> up okay cindy believed it for like a solid 10 seconds her first text after that was a wait no and then <laughs> i was like after literally not even a minute that same minute i was like oh ha 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 you made this up ha 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 you didn't actually block me and then she was like Hi, Natasha Hiremath has blocked you. <laughs> Please refrain from sending her any messages. And then I was like, okay, I get it. You and Priya are the only ones to regularly block me. And then it said, hi, Natasha Hiremath has blocked you. 
please refrain from sending her any messages. Obviously, Natasha wrote this stupid blurb, okay? Obviously. <laughs> okay, just to explain, Pri's Sandy's my sister. sister. And she also um, blocks me. And you know my theory <laughs> for that? Okay, it's because Natasha and Priyanka are both Capricorns. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Um, I actually took it far enough to type this message out into the notes page so she wouldn't see me <laughs> typing and copy and paste it um, every time she said something. However, it failed slightly because her second set of messages, I sent it like 30 minutes after she said <laughs> So that wouldn't make any sense. And I was ta- I was FaceTiming my other friend and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> pretend that I block Sandy. And I was like, I guess I have to just sit at my phone so I can send her the message. But literally you sent it like, yeah, you did send, you sent it 20 minutes after. I was like, probably like in bed, just like, all right, <laughs> something's fishy about this. <laughs> but yeah, that's our relationship. And I guess we should probably um, explain why we call this podcast uh, Laid Off. Um, well, so times. the both of us were um, laid off in the current times. We were. Um, it is COVID era, and I would like to give the disclaimer that um, we are very aware of our privilege in this situation. Yeah. We both are living with our parents, um, and we don't have any bills to pay. Well, Sandy has rent to pay, but yeah, um, my New York rent. But other than that, we don't have to be working, and yeah. that we know that that's not the situation for everyone and to people working in any essential business or to those who have lost business I'm really sorry but thank you for doing what you do and we are making this a little more lighthearted just to be a little more digestible to help people get through it so that's such a good word yeah Yeah. that's our disclaimer um so yeah we were both laid off sandy do you want to get into why or how you were and where you worked sure so actually natasha um queefy so i actually um quit my job the day before everything started going to shit so i worked in new york and i worked in entertainment and i love working in entertainment but like i quit my job because it was long hours and really shitty pay like it was they would pay you minimum wage which is like if you work in entertainment you know this is like a general like this everyone gets paid so shittily um long hours like nine to seven um and yeah I wasn't getting paid a lot and also like I realized that I don't want to be on the business side of the entertainment industry I wanted to be on the creative side so in order to be a creative I felt like I wasn't I didn't have enough time or money to invest in my creative work. So I do stand up and I, um, like TV, write And stuff. well, I'm not professional, but like, that is the goal one day, um, to do both those things. Um, so I realized, like, Hey, this job is really awesome. And I met really cool people here. And I thought I could, you know, be that bitch who was like working in entertainment while also doing her creative side hustle. But I realized like, that's just not for me. Um, so I quit. And then the day after <laughs> literally governor Cuomo was, that's when he issued the state of emergency. And that's when I, felt a little emergency on the inside of me. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> um, so I went back into HR and I was like twirling my hair. I was like, hey, like, so I was just joking about everything I said yesterday. I love, like, I love the pay that I get here and I love these long ass hours. Can you please keep me on? So they, they were just like, they're very chill. They were just like, okay, you can stay on for like a couple more weeks. That's fine. At this point, no one had been sent home. But then a week later, we all were sent home and 
because my job is very like labor, like physical labor-y based, I couldn't do anything from home. Um, and they didn't really have a use for us. So, and I say us in terms of people like my age who are the same entry level position as I was, we were all laid off and, and now here I am, but I will have you guys know, I'm going to be getting more money from being unemployed than I will be, (laughs) than I would have gotten from my job. So I obviously very privileged, very privileged in this sense, but for me, this money is, it's just opening my eyes up a lot to the fact that an unemployed person can make more than what I was making. I was, I feel like I was just selling myself a little too short, you know? Um, but yeah, that's how true. I was laid off. Natasha, how are you? So I also worked in the city, probably not that far away from Sandy. Um, no, I was goodness. in the sales, I was in a sales position. Um, and I worked at a company that leased apartments to business travelers so you can see where the problem may arise (laughs) as there are no business travelers (laughs) right now um and so they laid off over 100 of us and um obviously none of us have like any bad feelings towards our previous employers we had fun there while we were there um but yeah that's what happened i I did work from home for about two weeks yes um but I, I guess they were facing losses that were too big for them to be able to pay a bunch of us. So, yeah, that's what happened with me. But homegirls on the job hunt, again, I have, like, an interview or two every day, which I kind of like, honestly. Um, that's awesome. You're really like, hustling, bro. I'm trying. My dad was like, why are you doing – my dad – this is the most – first world thing he could have said he was like you don't need a job right now why don't you just study for the gmats and i'm like just like so i can pay for grad school and not you (laughs) question mark do you know how expensive grad school is you don't get like aid and stuff for that really like yeah it's and it's like usually over seventy thousand dollars a year so um but i actually so i always say that i'm studying for the gmats but i haven't really been doing anything except But I started up again yesterday and today. I did some reading and sentence correction sections. And let me just say um, the uh, whatever brand of book this is. uh, I don't fucking know. The the one that everyone uses, the GMAT textbook, whatever tests they have in there, uh, I'm doing pretty okay. So hopefully some grad school news in the future or at least a new job or something part-time so I can just earn some money. Um, Because I haven't gotten my unemployment check yet and I'm just waiting for it. I haven't either and it's really weird. They've been calling me, but I feel like I keep missing their calls, which is like really not helpful. But I mean, like every week you have to like file for a claim, right? So you have to do it every week. Yeah, you have to keep filing. Yeah. Well, I have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't have to keep filing for unemployment. You just have to go where it says claim your weekly benefits. They need but to I'm... know that you're still looking for a job. That you're still eligible to work. Blah blah oh, blah, okay. blah blah. They want to know that you're still okay, like we'll there. We'll go do that. Well, I'm gonna do um, that this week too. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, but other than that, uh, I just graduated from Northeastern University. Go Huskies! Um, in Ooh. past December in 2019. And uh, I was a business major. What about you, Sans? A business. Um, I graduated from Columbia University in NYC last May, and I majored in history and economics. 
Wow, look at us smart gals with no jobs. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, I haven't really been looking because I feel like any job that I want, I'd probably settle for right now. And like I said, no, I, I was think making- you, this time for, is a blessing for you right now because you now you have like unlimited yeah. time to work on all your projects. See, but everyone's saying that, but it gives me a lot of like not anxiety, but just like it makes me feel like I should just consistently be pumping out material and stuff, which I'm not. I'm actually going really slow, but I'm I've made a lot more progress than I have in this month going slow than I have before because before I would just get frustrated and just throw it to the side but like yeah I mean I it is a blessing but also like reality is gonna hit soon where I need to you know I'm not gonna go back to my old job what are they gonna hire me back for four more weeks and be like yeah I quit again like <laughs> that's just gonna be stupid um but yeah I I it is a blessing and I, I need, I'm taking advantage of it but I'm, I'm going at a slower pace but I feel like that's okay yeah 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 I've seen a lot of content that's that's about how it's okay if you're not productive right now because we have this weird it's just weird like toxic productivity mentality that westerners have for some reason and yeah i feel like they just don't get anything done it it probably yeah i mean it probably makes this time really hard for a lot of people who who don't have a lot to do and are trying to do like valuably use their (laughs) time yeah 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 um but yeah i can see why it can be it, it would be kind of hard to deal with that but yeah going into some positivity we thought a great way for you guys to get to know us would be to answer some questions that we stole slash um edited um from cosmopolitan uh, cosmo uh, magazine um that were meant for Two people going on a first date. We can just say it's you guys' first date with us, and you're just asking us all these questions. And also, we are single. Yeah. (laughs) So random, but yeah. (laughs) So hopefully, you want to go. (laughs) Hopefully, oh, we didn't say our pronouns are she, hers, she, her. I know it's always hard to say. say? (laughs) I I always say she, her, her. She, her, hers. She, her, hers. And we're both straight. And we're both straight. Because so that will definitely influence the stuff we talk about. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's answer these questions. Hopefully you'll want to go on a second date with us, aka episode two. Uh, two. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get started. Natasha, what are yes. you excited most of what are you sorry, what are you most excited <laughs> about in your life right now? Thanks for asking. I'm excited about this podcast. I'm excited about um the new job market and seeing what it's going to be like after this and trying to get back into it. And I'm also excited about getting on that health grind these days. Yes. Um, and cooking and working out a lot and just having fun and seeing my body change. How about you? Hells yeah, bro. Would you, I have a question. Would you, um, yeah. If, if your old job was to offer you your job back after this, would you go there or would you think you would look somewhere else? I'd probably go back. Um, they were very polite and um, thoughtful about how they laid off their employees. And they did say that they would consider hiring hiring me back after all this is over. Um, but yeah, I'm mostly looking for similar positions anyway. So yeah. I wouldn't mind. And the commute wasn't that bad. So yeah. I feel would that. reconsider. So for me, I feel like I'm super excited about this podcast, obviously. Um, what else am I excited about? I have been working on a pilot for, you know, almost a year. Well, no, it, it has been a year. I've been working on it for a year now. Um, very on and off, though. Like, there'll be spurts where I, like, go ham and then, like, 
sports where I'm just like, fuck, this shit's not even good. But like, um, right now, like I said, I'm privileged and yes, grateful for this time, um, to be able to just like sit and just write it and focus on that. Um, I've been, you know, my friends and I have like a writer's group. So we've been like checking in with one another to just like keep ourselves accountable. That's awesome. It's really cool. Um, we, we actually like, cause we all got laid off at work. Right. So I knew there were some of them who were creatives as well. And, um, <clears throat> we all just kind of like started, every week just like submitting our material we're not like so great about you know doing it and very diligent about it but like it's a start you know and we're all just like critiquing our work and I think that's helped me immensely because I realized like writing a pilot like by yourself and creating a whole world and a whole like show is very fucking hard like yeah um, (laughs) yeah having someone else to like bounce ideas off of or like just like be like oh this scene like this doesn't really make sense with the whole show or just you know like um having people who are there to critique it and who are also smart like really really um helped me what else am I doing honestly the health thing too I feel like and Natasha definitely knows about this but like I feel like since like last June or July like and I'm sure women can relate like my period has been like whack and I've been feeling a little bit whack too like I've been having these like weird like hormonal issues I think and um I'm just trying to get that sorted out right now and it's it's not an easy process but like I'm really hopeful that it will turn around in the next few months well you're already on your way of doing that it's getting better right so that's definitely getting better but it's not like perfect I think it's just like it's weird it's I mean I'm happy that we get our period because like it's annoying because it's like oh fuck we have to like bleed every you know whatever days but like also it's just like a sign of like health and I just feel like yeah yeah, it was a complete signal to me when it started just like coming up really light and I was like shit like something's wrong but yeah you're right hopefully hopefully pray for me guys pray for me for you for sure thank you um, but moving on to um the next question sandy what is your dumbest <laughs> college memory oh my god so i think i know we know these for each other but um okay you I know think what? we can recite them for each other we can honestly recite them at this point um dumbest should we do that memory? okay fine let's just try it okay okay guys i'm gonna tell you sandy's dumb college story so she um <laughs> traveled abroad that hoe just kidding I (laughs) also traveled abroad so you bitch you went for a fucking year yeah um she went to Spain for a semester and while she was there don't forget that part yes she was studying in Barcelona Mm -hmm. and she had she made some good friends there and um she had a really really good time there and she traveled a lot um to other European countries and it was super fun for her but she went on this trip with her class. It was like a class of 30 um, to um, northern, to France and northern Spain, was it? Yes, South France and northern yeah. Spain. Northern Spain. Yeah. So while they were in France, I believe, no, in Spain. While we were in France. Oh, in France. France. Okay. They, um, they made a stop, obviously. They were on a bus, and then the bus made a stop. You know how tours, like bus tours work, where they stop, and then they give you some allotted number of time, amount of time to go discover stuff? Yeah. So um, she had two really close friends on that trip or in that program that experience yeah. um, in Spain. And one of them was a guy and one of them was a girl. So mm-hmm. you'll see why that's relevant later. <laughs> um so she went to they the three of them went they did their sightseeing and at the last 10 minutes they found this like little pub bar area where they were going to go hang out and they decided um <laughs> hey let's take five shots like In within a span of 10 minutes <laughs> so they did this is where the the guy he probably can hold his alk better yeah so 
he was okay. He was fine. Um, the two girls were not. Um, nope. So while they were on the loading dock area, like waiting for the bus to come, Sandy was talking to her professor and she was like, so es muy bonita, blah, blah, blah. And the professor was just like, okay. Um, and then they get on the bus and homegirl is like, she's fucked. Um, and she finds the bus starts to go wherever it's going and she finds a plastic bag on a bus can I just say a a single plastic bag okay there's not two there's only one this is important (laughs) she takes it and she starts vomiting her ass off into it (laughs) and everyone is like moving away from her because obviously that's fucking disgusting and her (laughs) other female friend looked at her was also five shots in she looked at her and naturally also started vomiting into the plastic bag these bitches are just passing this plastic bag back to each other and (laughs) throwing up and um yeah, th- then after that, they make a stop somewhere, I think, to pee. And yes, Sandy- well, there's two stops. I thought you were talking about the graveyard. <laughs> no, no, th- this is the first stop. Sandy and her friend get off, I think, to use the bathroom. So there's a couple and- of us who get off from the bus. Yes, and it's not, sweetie, it's not to use the bathroom. This is just a plain area f- full of grass that they just Oh, okay. So her <laughs> friend real pulls her pants and undies all the way down and starts to pee. <laughs> Where the whole butt, she basically mooned like all of her she clothes. The whole butt. <laughs> Everyone else was just like staring at us, just like dysfunctional. <laughs> and then they get back on the bus and they are going to this graveyard. So I believe the professor passes around some like worksheet regarding like the significance of like history. It was a poem, yeah. That we, oh, they the were, poem he was going to read out. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally, if you've ever taken a world language class, you, you'd read a lot of poems. Yeah. So they were reading. It was in Spanish, I assume. Yes. And um, home, Sandy here can't, like, she can't even, she's bobbing her head. Like, she can't <laughs> hold her me. head up. She doesn't remember this. Someone else told her that this happened. Um, she, she can't hold her head up and properly, like, read this paper. So to cover for her, one of her friends held up her head while they were driving to this graveyard. Not driving, and, when we were actually at the graveyard. Oh, okay, when you were at the graveyard. So when, when and then the poem. When the professor was reciting the poem. Yes, and then at th- that night, they were supposed to have, like, a class dinner, like, type of thing, gala, I don't know, whatever type yeah. of situation. Yeah. And even Sandy's, like, both of Sandy's drunk friends made it, but Sandy didn't. She slept. <laughs> I couldn't. And then I went out at night because everyone was like hanging out at the beach. And then I, I was just like, they were like offering me alcohol. And I'm like, honestly, like you guys are G's for like <laughs> seeing me projectile vomit on the same <laughs> And then you're all still me <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't even look at that. The next day my head, my friend, like my guy friends were just like picking shit out of my hair. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. It was like one of the best college memories I've ever had. It's the one of the dumbest, dumbest. though. The dumbest, the dumbest. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to go into Natasha's. Okay. Yes. So, Natasha went to Northeastern, and on one day, she had never tried weed before. I think your your mm-hmm. friend made edibles, right? Yeah. Okay. So, your friend made edibles, and not having tried weed before, I guess you were somewhat curious. Um, you and your other friend, I'm not sure her name, but you guys both decided to have one brownie each. Um, yeah, and it was something, 
it was her first time too, just to let you guys know. It was either half or one, whatever it was, it was too much for the first it was time. Too much. Well, I mean, anything more than half, half is way too much too. But um, okay, yeah. So you had a whole brownie and you were just like chilling. You didn't really like feel the side effects at all. Like you were right. just like, I don't know why people are like so like anal about like eating. <laughs> I was like a high ass tolerance. <laughs> little did this bitch know. We're gonna call her little Nat Riding Hood for this because oh <laughs> little Nat Riding Hood. So she had a brownie, she was chilling like a like a villain, okay? Then her and her friend decide well, she had to go to dance practice. So she was on a dance yes. team um in college, and there was like a 20-minute walk, right? to go to the dance right. practice okay so you and your friend just are like okay like fuck this brownie like you don't even feel anything because you're such so cool so little nat um <laughs> went outside of her apartment and starts walking towards her dance practice meanwhile her friend is like y'all i'm gonna dip i'm gonna go to popeyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get some chicken and apparently her friend was just like the chicken tasted super super good or like something like that because she, <laughs> she was, was shaking it hurt, it hit her right then so it also yeah. it, um, if i remember correctly it also hit you then too when you were walking yeah you felt kind of off yeah okay so you, tingly fingers bright lights tingly fingers yes bright lights you're like i i'm so surprised you didn't like make the connection that like this had to do with the weed Oh, I think I did make the connection. I mean, you just you just don't remember the story that well. But <laughs> she goes, she gets to her practice. Um, she dances. So she, I think she's like you said you would you danced a little bit, and then after that you felt like so off that you were just like, right. guys, I need to take like a nap. So they were just yeah. like, they were just like, what the fuck is wrong with her? And then she just like. <laughs> passes out i just imagine you passing out like on the stage or something just it's like on a hardwood dance floor <laughs> yeah yeah like on a ratchet ass floor and you're just like sleeping and it's like just kind of funny and to think about um and then then what happens then you wake up and you're just like i can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't hang so you you get up and you're like i'm gonna call my lift so natasha calls her lift and gets in the car, and then the lift is driving, obviously. And but she, it doesn't take the normal way back to your apartment. Um, right. It goes a different route because something sketch is happening there. And Natasha was like, "This is the end for me. Like this, this <laughs> driver is going to kill me, or something like that." Um, doesn't end up happening because so he he takes the alternate route to get her apart to get to her apartment. And there's like a lot of like police sirens and like police cars just like outside of of her apartment building, and. Yeah. Um, and she gets out of the car and she starts walking and people start like asking her questions or whatever. And I remember like you were saying like you got to the very like um, front of your apartment and there was like a police officer stopping you, like asking you your name and like why you were walking and blah, blah, blah. And you were high as a kite at that point. So I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. you communicated with him, but apparently it was good enough to the point where he let you go into your own apartment. You yeah. go to your room. Your roommates are there. They're freaking out. No one knows what's going on. Like, I mean, sorry, they know what's oh, going on. I, you forgot to, sorry, I forgot to mention, I asked the police officer what happened. He told me, okay. and I did not register okay. it. And Natasha, so she asked the police officer, what's going on? Why is there so many police? And he was just like, oh, there was a stabbing, like, right near your apartment, like, two minutes away. And I think she was just like, I right, like, whatever, gotta be. <laughs> like, she went inside. She went inside. Her roommate. <laughs> Her roommates are like freaking out and looking outside of her window. So her Natasha's room has the window that looks out to the street, I think. And so they were just looking out no, no, to the back of my building, to the back of her building where the stabbing happened. Right. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Where the guy ended up like walking oh, to. 
stabbed the stabbed man that's fucking scary anyways i'm like scared that like that would even happen it's also at 2 a.m i'm asleep (laughs) oh you're at 2 a.m yes okay this is at sorry this is at 2 a.m her friends are freaking out and i think natasha was just like get the fuck out of my room but then she also asked them what's going on (laughs) and then they tell her like a man has just And just like, okay, also, I just want to say we're not laughing at the fact that someone's been stabbed. No, like, no. don't take it insensitively. We're laughing at the fact that I'm so unaware of what's happening. Hi, <laughs> she can't process that information. <laughs> so they they tell her that, and then she's like, "Okay, just like get out of my room because I need to sleep right now." And then yeah. they do that, and you sleep like a you sleep beautifully because as one does when they're high. Um, yeah. And then the next day, you're just like looking and like reading the news or whatever and I'm at my co-op job yes yeah, oh, literally yeah. at work she's at work okay so she's at work um and she also you also just you're still you're still high uh but you were yeah, reading just, like the acceptable amount that but like that makes you happy and you can still function where you should have been to be in the first yeah, place. to begin with yeah. yes to begin with um so you were reading the news and then you were just like oh like it was just like man has been stabbed like right outside your you know whatever dress it was and you're like oh like this is why everyone is freaking out <laughs> oh my god did your parents ever call you or anything just to, like ask if you're okay or did um, they know about I fe- it? oh you know what actually happened once I actually processed it I came home that day um I was no longer high after it had been like 24 hours at that point. Um, I yeah. called my, I was, I remember being on the toilet and calling my mom and crying because I was so scared of like the area I lived in because yeah. that was the second, the second person who had been killed while I lived. This is Mission Hill in Boston, by the that way. That is so fucking um, scary. But also like Boston has a lot of crime. crime. So you kind of like and a lot of students live in like Mission Hill is I believe almost only students. So you kind of just so got to get over it essentially, but yeah, it was scary. But I called her crying and I was like I don't want to live here anymore. I don't want to do this and she was like she was also really cuz obviously you you feel sad yeah. hearing your kid cry and also like there's reason for her to be scared as well, but she yeah. was just like, "Don't go out too late at night. Like most of this stuff happens at night, and if you are, be with people. Like blah blah blah. Because what can she say? Like I can't move. I, I'm like in this lease. So yeah, and also yeah, it's like all students that so are not like alone. And at least you weren't living alone. That would be very yeah. creepy. I, I had two amazing dying. roommates who are still some of my closest friends. That's good. But yeah, I would just like to say that me and Sandy have recorded this first episode. I believe this is our fifth time, so we thought we would spice <laughs> it up by answering these questions for each other, yeah. or this question at least for each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we did a pretty good job of it. So yeah, it's, it's so really sad. How scary. It's kind of scary. I think it's kind of. People are gonna be like, at least we preface it by telling them we 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 like recorded this five times. Otherwise, yeah. I would not have had it word for word down. But those are our dumbest college memories. Oh, also, yes. I wanted to add. I didn't tell you this, but like, I am learning every single country in the world. Wait, that's awesome. Yeah, I know you don't care. No, wait, that's actually awesome. I know, one hundred and forty out of one hundred and ninety. That's not a what? lot, though. Like, I could get, like, That's more. That's more than the average person knows, I'm sure. Yeah, but I don't know why. I just feel, like, kind of just, like, I need to, I should know. Like, it, I feel like it, it's kind of, I should have known up till now. And I'm, like, okay, like. I'm how are you studying for that? Like, um, literally, you there's that? just, like, this website. You just, like, look up, like, countries, map, quiz, or, or learning the countries or whatever. And it's, like, this interactive thing where, like, oh. you, like, um, you know, they'll, like, give you, like, 
places and you have to like attach it to the like certain country or whatever so oh, super cool that would um, be really useful i think for everyone I think to know useful. yeah it makes me a little feel a little bit more like woker than i already am so wait can i just say i don't first of all don't think we're gonna get through all these questions <laughs> second of all um i watched this new netflix show don't know if you've heard of it called too hot to handle personally yes, i think was it good I think you should watch it and I think we should dedicate an episode to it because it's so stupid oh and God, I loved it so much. But at the beginning, um, one of the girls is really fucking ditzy. Yeah. And she was like talking about how hot the guys are and she was talking about one guy who's from Australia. Uh-huh. And she was like, yeah, whatever his name is, is from Australia. I just don't know where that is though. <laughs> <We're all> like, <laughs> Australia is a continent. That's so one of seven continents, bitch. Like, how do you not know? Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch this show. The I need best to watch part about show. her is she acknowledges how dumb she is. Like, she talks about, she's like, I can't date a guy who's that smart because I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's actually you hilarious? Been, so we can talk about okay, it. Okay, no, we're doing it. You, we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh, my God. I need to watch that. I, that show, yeah. like, I, it appealed to me because of, like, Love is Blind and shit. But, like, I yeah. for that character, I need to watch that show. I love how she's yeah. so fun about her being stupid like i know two panels basically is if love is blind and love island came together and yeah. made another sh- show yeah. based off of the two. yeah yeah, yeah. no i saw the trailer show i been watched it in a whole in just one day <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know that's when you that's know related to our, our third question which is what is your favorite tv show mine is insecure um by Issa ray season four is out now i like absolutely love you started that season four yet yes i and it's so annoying because it's weekly releases so like um i have to oh. wait every till every sunday but i fucking love that show it's so good please just please watch it what about you i don't have hbo remember i know you don't i'm just saying to all of them <laughs> If you do have HBO, watch Insecure by Issa Rae. Um, my favorite TV show, every time we've um, filmed this or recorded this episode, my answer changes. But my favorite TV show currently is Money Heist. I think everyone on planet Earth good. should watch Money Heist. Yeah. Um, I can't, personally, I can't, like, physically binge that show because it's so stressful. Like, I need, yeah. I can watch, like, two to three, three max, but usually two episodes a day. Yeah. And then I need, like either like i have to watch something funny or something like mindless because it's so you have to think so much and it's really so is. stressful but a money heist or la casa de papel such a good show but i've watched i've binged three spanish tv shows in a row on netflix i just think you love the so spanish TV. can make good ass tv i don't know yes. but they do I mean, a good it, but... job and if you watch i mean i watch money heist Elite or Elite and Toy Boys. And there's a lot of overlapping cast between the three of them. So if you liked one of them, watch another. You'll probably like it. That's actually really awesome. I feel like I should start to watch those shows because I know those are really popular too. So yeah. Um, yeah, money. A lot. I mean, my friend um, who was watching it with me, she is she binged like the first two seasons in like three days. So you can binge and I get binge it, I guess. But like, I just physically cannot. It's just a lot. There's some things I can binge and some things that I just need to like, be like, okay, chill. Like I feel like most things I don't actually binge. Cause then it's just like, I get I exhausted mean, what, looking at a screen. Insecure, I feel like it's good that they release one episode at a time. So you don't so you spend all of your it. time. I know it would be so bad. I feel like, I feel like if I were to like write a TV show too, I would do the same thing as annoying as it is. Like, cause then I think it's just more like appreciated in a way. Like, um, yeah. And you just have to wait for it. 
I also feel like when, whenever, you know how Netflix, anytime it comes out with something, it comes out with like a whole season. Like it's not just yeah, an yeah, episode yeah, yeah, at yeah, a time. Yeah. Whenever I binge it, I, I have this like innate need to finish it as soon as possible. And so sometimes if like I don't care about certain plots, I'll just skip it. And like, that's not good. I shouldn't do that. You shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't just like do it. I mean, I like- Fast forward 10 seconds button on Netflix is my favorite button. <laughs> I never <laughs> just, ever press that. I like need to be devoted to a TV show when I watch it. So I take like, I take my time. Like, when I watch a TV show, but you can't fast forward money heist. It's too much happening. You'll miss like a whole ass, like important part. If you do that. Really? Okay. I'll keep that. In but mind. yeah. Okay. Okay. Next question. What is your biggest fear? Um, my biggest fear is definitely settling. I just feel like a lot of people, it's easy to settle. I mean, no one wants to like always be out of their comfort zone and stuff, but like, um, I just feel like I've had a lot of like life experiences where I haven't settled and, um, it's like, done me a lot of good and I've gotten what I wanted but like I don't know there's just like a lot of people in the world who don't want you to get what you want and sometimes it's easy to be manipulated so settling is the scariest biggest fear of mine which I don't see myself doing but yeah what about you yeah I mean I get like settling in some aspects of your life but in like the big things like a partner and your job and stuff yeah um settling isn't the best move what about you what's your biggest biggest fear? fear Um, currently it's having nothing to do. And I, I didn't realize that that, that is a fear that I have, but I think that's a fear a lot of people have. Yeah. Um, and how invaluable you feel when you're doing nothing, um, that, which also obviously ties into like toxic productivity and like Western culture and all of that. But, um, I, what I've found helps me is making to-do lists of even the simplest things. Um, because crossing stuff off makes me feel so good. So oh, it's my yeah. cal- I got a calendar today because I have problems with that too. Um, like I an just actual to- calendar, uh, like like a it's like a really big like stick onto the wall calendar oh, type okay, thing where I'm you can just like, like a tangible calendar or like online. No, no, like it's I need I for some reason I need to have this specific calendar, um, and I just like love seeing that I have shit to do. I need I need to be busy yeah. too. So I I kind of get what you're saying about that. Okay, next question: What are you most proud of, and why? Um, I'm most proud of uh, something that I accomplished in my life, which was, um, like playing division one softball. Um, that was really hard for me because I started super, super late. Um, like I started trying to get recruited in sophomore year of high school, which is like unheard of, honestly, like most people know they want to play college sports and like middle school, even earlier. Um, and I just like, I was like, what's a college sport? Like also like my family is like immigrants and stuff. So it's not like they were used to this in India. Like this just didn't really happen. Um, but I had always loved softball and basketball. Um, but I wanted to play softball, uh, at a division one level. And, um, I kind of just like woke up one day and I was just like, I'm just going to do this. And it's just, I don't care how it's going to happen, but I'm just going to be so fucking good. I don't know why I did it. I think I did it because I wanted to prove to myself that I was like capable of it. But, um, I woke up one day and I was just, I'm just going to fucking do it. And, um, I like, obviously was like the only Indian girl and like almost all of my teams, um, was bench warmed a lot, sometimes understandably, cause like the other girls were just better, but you know, in an unfair way. And that like coaches didn't really like give me a chance. Um, I was always playing on teams that were not super great. So it was really hard to get college coaches to come and watch me. Um, but I kept switching teams and I just never settled and I worked my ass off, like, you know, playing in the garage, hitting off of a tee, like hundreds in the snow, in the rain. Like I just did whatever. 
I needed to do to make sure I was going to make it. Um, and you know, the girls weren't super nice, like my high school team. Um, I really didn't talk to anyone. And I also really didn't talk to anyone on my travel teams as well, because they, not that they, it was because they were white. It was just like, they were white and kind of exclusive and like kind of bitchy and racist. And like, um, even the coaches were, um, and you could just kind of tell, cause they would just like say things to me like, Oh, like, you know, like my dad, which was the coach, her coach at the time, like is going to make cuts next year or blah, blah, blah. And it was just really targeted at me. And I was just like, are you like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, so I had to go through a lot and I did get rejected by a lot of schools just cause I feel like I started so late. Um, but I was a good athlete. Um, and I held out to the very last moment of like, I was about to give up and I was just like, now nah, I got to keep going. And then senior year I got recruited to Columbia and that was the most proud I've ever been of myself in my life. What about you? Uh, I want to add that my, f- a few days ago, did it happen around this time last year? Or not last year, five years ago when you got recruited? No, I got recruited in October. When did you have that thing in the library where you sat at the oh table? Oh my god, that was your whole family was there. No, I don't remember no, why that my happened. Whole family wasn't. Oh, you mean my yeah, signing? So my signing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know what that, that is. was this time. That was this time because like, I Facebook pic. Like I took a picture of it and posted it on Facebook like our senior year, and it came in my Facebook memories recently, and oh. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I forget that you guys were there. I remember vividly the time where I got the email that I was that the coach wanted to recruit me. I was also in the library, and um, our one of our friends, Pregnia, happened to be there, and I freaked out to her. It was it was actually <laughs> crazy because I got the email. It was like we're gonna greenlight you or whatever, and it was like after having gotten rejected so many times, I was like, what What is she gonna say? Like now she's not interested too. Like blah blah blah. But it just like tears like literal tears like I was so happy but yeah that was a good day that was a good good day I, yeah I just remember uh, I made some pun about call because your last name is call oh, and yeah. also like call her or something I don't remember what I said but <laughs> I think everyone does yeah that. everyone your, your whole your whole family's dressed in Columbia gear and I don't remember why that happened like I didn't understand the point of you sitting there it's but like a it was cool. thing it was a, so basically when you go division one like like okay but this it's a called national national sorry letter of intent Ivy Leagues don't do it because you're not getting money from Ivy League so you kind of just fake it but um other <laughs> division one schools do it so I mean yeah you just kind of sit there so you faked it everyone fakes it even D3 oh. people, like every D, D3, D2, like they all fake it. Cause it's just like, you work so hard for that moment. Whatever division you're in doesn't really matter. Like you work so hard for that moment. It's just like, I'm gonna fucking sign a piece of paper that has nothing on it. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that you were signing paper that. Oh, you didn't even look it. at the paper. Oh, that's so no, funny. Cause I didn't understand what was happening and I was like oh she got into Columbia so she's like I feel like it's justified though because it's like division one the only difference is I just didn't realize what it was for and I didn't realize you were faking it (laughs) yeah I don't even know what was written on the paper it was probably like Sandia do you commit to Columbia (laughs) it was like in Priyanka's handwriting (laughs) good time good Good okay um what about you did you say good times be like Barnett? <laughs> <laughs> like Jessica? Okay, listen to our Love is Blind episode. It's the next it's episode. The next episode. <laughs> um, uh, my most, what I'm most proud of is um, this, the volunteer work I did in high school. And talking about it or thinking about it has made me want to restart volunteering. Um, obviously not right now as 
the environment doesn't per- permit that or health environment but in the future when all is clear and we can start hanging out with people again I definitely want to start volunteering again but basically when I was a sophomore I started volunteer a sophomore high school I started volunteering at Special Olympics New Jersey and um oh by the way we're from New Jersey we didn't even mention that oh yeah we're from New Jersey <laughs> we're from a literally nowhere in New Jersey yeah, yeah Bumblefuck Bumblefuck New Jersey look a Bumblefuck and that's where you'll find us. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I volunteered there in sophomore year for the hours because I think we were supposed to, we were suggested to get a hundred hours of volunteering for colleges, yeah, which is terrible. Um, but that's why I signed up. Not, I mean, I also signed up because I knew I had to do with little children, and I always loved babies and kids. Um, so basically, I was uh, volunteering at the Young Athlete Program, which is a program designed for kids 18 months to maybe like eight-ish years old mm-hmm. who had any kind of um, mental or physical quote-unquote disability. And uh, it was to help them just like, I mean, I was there to like help them kick a ball or uh, swing a bat. I'm obviously not an athlete. So like, that's not, I'm not good at any of be, those though. things, Yeah, but no, you did not have to be at all because it was mostly just to teach them communication and learning how to be around people. Right. And, um, it was probably the most fulfilling thing I've ever done in my life. I did it well beyond a hundred hours, which is why I'm proud of myself for going just because I wanted to and not because anyone was making to. me or I felt the need to, to go. It was just because it was something that gave me joy on the weekend. And um, I, I loved hanging out with the kids. There was one baby who was there. He was literally like, like just a year old and he had no like actual disability at all. So I asked his mom one day why he was coming. And she said it was because she didn't, she, when he got, grew older and went to school, she wanted him to be that kid that hung out with everyone and hung out Wait, with the kids with disabilities. Me melt. Oh um, and not, and you know, kids in like fourth, fifth grade can be really mean they can be so fucking rude yeah um i remember in like our school when we were that age there were kids with like autism and that kind of stuff and people were so mean to them and i might have been i don't remember but yeah it it sucked and and this little baby was so cute because he was the littlest one there and there was one time where i was playing with him and we were playing and he stops and he looks at me and he freezes and his he like is like concentrating and his face goes red for like 30 seconds and I'm like what is happening yeah his mom comes up and goes oh he he just pooped in his diaper but yeah um I actually earned the Jack Rutledge scholarship for all the work I did at the young athlete program which was super cool got it my senior year of high school um for working with this child named Michael who was um very non-communicative, wouldn't look you in the eye, wouldn't talk to you. He, he just hugged his dad's leg the whole time. He wouldn't talk to any of the other kids. And so I would hang out with him a lot for however long the program lasted. I don't remember if it was like eight to 12 weeks or something like that. Yeah. And um, by the end, me and him were having full-on conversations and he was playing with the other kids. And it, it just was like such nice growth to see um, and to see that I helped someone do that. And his dad thanked me. They gave me a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. Aww. It was so nice. Um, but yeah, it was a very worthwhile experience, something that I'm definitely proud of. That's like very awesome and very fulfilling. And I feel like the whole like volunteering to have to do hours or do it because I had to volunteer in college as well for like one of my classes. And like you just kind of realize like how much you just love going without even 
being without even forced trying to. to being forced to it's just kind of like yeah. I think that's the most fulfilling thing like even in a career like to just know that you've impacted like even a single life is just really really awesome and cool yeah and I think I, I really want that too um a next question this is sentimental it can be senti, but also it can be funny. It, can be it funny. depends on how you take it. I feel like it. yours is funny um, for mine, but yeah. Okay, well, yeah. okay. use three words to describe me. Chaotic. <laughs> okay, so you're changing <laughs> it, okay. I'm changing it a little. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, we've recorded this many times, so we've memorized it. Um, chaotic, as you saw from the nickname text that we presented at the beginning of this podcast. Okay, fine. Um, uh, creative, as Sandy told you about her pilot that she's writing, and I can tell you from what I've read that it's 100% a show I would watch. It's very good. Aw, thanks, and- <laughs> Okay, I'm not a sentimental person, so this makes me uncomfortable. She hates Hollywood. And also loyal, because Sandy will... She will fight a bitch if it's to protect her <laughs> friends. And she'll be like that person. Like, you'll randomly be complaining about someone in your life, and she'll be like, I hate that that guy. Like, <laughs> he sucks. And just, like, go off and make you feel really good. So those are the three words I chose for you. Thanks, Cleefers. Okay, the three words that I chose for you, and these, like, might be phrases, too. It's just, I don't know. I, I just have a hard time putting phrases to words sometimes. Um, I would say the first one is you're very committed and you're very, like – um what's that not committed isn't the word it's just like you you always show up like um you're very like I know that you you like to like schedule things down and like be on time and um like I can you're very dependable and I think that's the word you're very dependable always like there to you're just like if you I'm said, an organized hoe she's organized and but it also <laughs> just kind of like goes beyond like being an organized hoe it's just like if you make a plan with Natasha, she's not going to bail on you, which I feel like it's yeah. so easy to do in like these days. Like, it's just like, Oh, like there is people are so flaky because it's just like, Oh, they're just waiting for the next best thing. But like mm-hmm. Natasha's like, Oh, if she makes a plan with you, like you fucking better be there. Cause she's going to be there. And like, that's a really good <laughs> I mean, if you have, have. A, if you, if some shit happens, obviously I'm well, not like, going to yeah, hate you, but, but like, but like when you make a plan and it's nice to know that like in a world where people are just like looking to do the next best like Instagram adventure or go to the fucking bubble ho- like bubble house in New York or you know just like stupid <laughs> things like that like in in a world that we, we live in which is like to get the most hype for what we're doing every single day which is posted on Instagram like so people are like what I'm saying is like people are super flaky with that like um Natasha just like sticks to her commitment which is like really awesome thanks um what else I would say that okay how do you describe this I I don't know what it is but like for some reason I just like love to make you like laugh I don't know why like I just feel like easy to amuse no but it's not like that though it's just like you're very like I guess an indirectly like kind of encouraging for my like or not encouraging but like the fact that I guess I could like say things to you and you like you like seem to really enjoy it really inspires me for my creativity because like I remember like in high school just like um just like it's just gonna sound so stupid but like even getting to like make you laugh I don't know why because I think your laugh is just like kind of contagious but like um my laugh is contagious I've been told but I would just like to say that I laugh at everything okay that's rude (laughs) because that just means I'm not funny but um but I'd like to think that I am. It's fine. It's fine if I'm not. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have to think you are. You want to be in stand up. <laughs> it's funny. Everyone in stand up thinks they're really funny, and then I just go up there and I don't think I'm that funny. <laughs> like, people laugh. I don't know, man. And then let me think. 
oh, this one I feel like hits home very hard because I feel like you and I have like are very aligned in the same things that like I guess we believe in in terms of like especially health. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel like you're just like always really like receptive to me and, and listening to my issues because I feel like the whole like well I've personally been on like like a body image trying to find myself type of situation for the last maybe like three years. I know that you like have gone through like something somewhat similar. We can like relate on that level. Like um, mm-hmm. just to have you just like listen to me about that. Cause I don't feel like my parents always understand. I don't feel like so I'm a good listener. Yeah. You're a good, yes, you're a good listener. <laughs> and like you will offer, offer me advice and just like, you're just like an ear to like talk to sometimes when I feel like I don't really have like, that person to talk to so it's a good it's good knowing that I have that I also think that me and Sandy are one of the only pairs of friendships that I know that we're 110% real with each other so we call each other out on each other's bullshit (laughs) all all the the time time. (laughs) like whenever my mom is complaining about her friends I'm like why don't you just tell Tell them them. that they did this and I'm like I tell Sandy when she when she when she's doing something annoying, I just straight up tell her. So and, and I feel like you tell me, and I'm just like, fine, I'm gonna change it. Yeah. And the next thing, and we're you fine. tell me like, oh, you were being passive aggressive during this. I'm like, yeah, you're right, I was. Like, it's <laughs> it's better to hear it instead of like just walking around it and like never telling anyone because yeah. then that, no one will ever try to be better. So obviously, we're not rude. I mean, to extent, I guess we are what other people consider rude, but like, I I mean. No, we're, we're kind of rude. mean to each other, but also oh, hey, to each other, to each other, to each other. We had this one. We were in a <laughs> in a ramen restaurant, in New York, <laughs> but it was like up, a stand up, up restaurant, restaurant that could only seat like maybe seven people, <laughs> and we were eating ramen or waiting for it. And there was this guy sitting next to us, and I was yelling at Sandy because she said something really freaking stupid or did something really <laughs> stupid, and he was just like, "Interesting relationship, you guys." <laughs> relationship and it's this way and Natasha's gonna deny this but like um it's because she's a Capricorn and I'm oh <laughs> every time okay, I feel like on. I say that what I said moving on okay fine she hates the zodiac I believe in it to some extent um where's because she's like okay fine oh she's, okay, she's gonna cut me off fine don't give any shits about me being a Capricorn and you being a Pisces what's Go your worst took up worst took up okay so I'll preface this by saying normally I feel like I I have really I, I make sure I don't know I think I have this power to make sure I have good hookups but as of the last year my standards you know they've been tanking a little bit so um there is this one guy because my friends are just like you're always looking for someone so perfect so blah 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 like why does he have to be this this and this and I'm just like because I want a good hookup and it's like and I always stuck to my word and I always had good hookups but then I felt like something changed inside of me where I'm like fine to prove you bitches wrong I'll go with the guy who I normally wouldn't hook up with and what do you know ends up being the worst <laughs> hookup so basically literally just long story short like um we went on a date um it was like it, i love the conversation it was very good um but went on a date um i went back to his place started making out <laughs> and that's like, when is this the- like the literally you know those guys with their tongues just like shove it down your fucking throat <laughs> Ew. I've never ever had that happen to me before ever but this guy was making literal rectangular boxes with like you know like teeth just like ew, he, ew, Natasha he literally up. licked from my neck and then ew, me ew, all ew, the stop, way to my stop, mouth stop. 
just so gross. And I felt, I felt, he's so nice though. Like I felt so bad, but he was just slurping. Like it was just, (laughs) oh my God, please. So then, okay, so then we got him onto his bed or whatever. And I was just like, at that point, I was just like, I'm just not enjoying this. (laughs) I didn't say that though. I like, it was, it was 12 a.m. at this point. And And you were like, I'm going to go to the club. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hey, like, sorry. Like my friends are at the club right now. Like, so I got up and I left and like you know how girls like or just people do that trick where they just like leave something at the guy's place so that they have to go back you did not I leave anything I accidentally left my fucking umbrella and it was pouring outside oh. and, and I'm like he can just have it I was like I was just like you can just you just have keep the umbrella like I never free umbrella for you see you again what about you um you were there so you know the story yes I do um basically we're at this club in New York called DL and I also, when I'm drunk, I don't have standards. I, I don't remember what anybody looks like the oh, next no. day. So okay. I just, that's my excuse. Like, if you see someone really ugly, it's because <laughs> I don't realize that he is. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I don't remember what this guy looked like. I knew he was some kind of South Asian. But basically, we're making out and he um, bit my, like, he ate my mouth. And it was painful. I complained about it for like 30 minutes after. I remember this. This was actually really recently. Um, yeah, I mean, as recent as you as could have gone clubbing could, yeah, during quarantine, yeah. but um, yeah, it was like in February or early March. I don't remember. I remember because you were just like, he just bit me. And like, I, I literally did not stop complaining about it for 30 minutes. Yeah, you were like crying it about it. And I was just like, you can get the fuck <laughs> over that, okay? Because like, I've been slurped before. Like, like, <laughs> like both, like my whole like mouth region, not like not just one lip, but like the whole, I just oh. felt like I was just... I don't know. I, I'm showing Sandy because we're video chatting right now, but like it was just not. He did a bad job, is what I'm saying. And you know what? And that's why you moved on because that's what a bitch should do. Well, actually, I moved on because you dragged me somewhere else. But and then you uh, hooked up with someone else that night, who was also apparently ugly. So. <laughs> it's okay, guys, and this is good for the ugly guys because like they be getting hot bitches. But like, and he was like, "I want to fuck you," and I was like, "I'm gonna go." I'm gonna bye. go. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! That's really funny. I don't remember that because I wasn't there. With, oh yeah, I wasn't no, there. You left early before the second guy happened. Yeah, I did leave early. Oh my god, that was like I was three a.m. I was with someone else. It was a. It was like a you, group yeah, of us and, and our other friend. Um, yeah. Last question. La última pregunta, mis amigos. Um. So, if money wasn't a factor, what would you be doing with your life right now? Well, I guess I have two answers because I did mention I've always wanted to be a teacher. Yes. But after I retired from teaching, um, I would start an animal wildlife conservatory for any animals that are on the very brink of extinction because um, I am I love animals. I've gone this whole podcast without mentioning that I'm vegan. So here it is. It's come out. She's I'm vegan. vegan. Um, and Homegirl loves her animals and... We we want to start some kind of fund to That's by amazing. we I mean me so yeah what about that you is amazing if I can ever invest in that one day I will um, thanks girl it's amazing um, also would like to say that I'm trying to be vegan um, it's hard it's not easy and it's did you make the vegan pancakes I've always been making vegan pancakes oh those oh. specific ones no yeah. I've been making them with like just oatmeal it's just weird you could just like blend oatmeal and whatever I put into my oatmeal and make that. As pancakes. Yeah, it's it pretty really easy. fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> it also just tastes, yeah, it tastes amazing. Um, I don't think I can ever go 100% vegan, but I'd say like I can for my life keep it to like 80 or 90%, which is what mm-hmm. I, I'm really happy with. Cause like sometimes if I want like a cheese pizza, like I, I just feel like I'd have it, you know? Um, yeah. That's like once in a while. Um, okay. So 
what would I be doing with my life right now? Aside from quarantine, I'd be doing, I am living my life the way I really want to live it. Like I was going to work and I was doing stand up after and I was like writing and I was having table reads for my pilot and I was just immersing myself into that world, which is what I really, you know, wanted to do and envision myself. Like I just don't, we're, our time on this planet is, it can be very short, it can be very long, we don't know. Um, and I just feel like to not live up to like a dream of mine that was literally like yours isn't in your palm of your hands. Like you have to like yeah, wait I can't afford one day. to do that. Yeah, but I had, it, I mean, the only thing I would have to give up maybe is a little bit of like comfort and I maybe wouldn't be able to like see my friends every single day. But like to me, that was worth it. And I am living the life, the my life exactly the way I want to right now. Well, not right That's now because I'm unemployed as fuck, but like. And One in quarantine, day. but yes. you know. But before I was, I was. That's great to hear. Aww. And that's where we end today's episode, guys. Hope Aww. you liked it. So cute. Please <laughs> follow us on Instagram at laid off AWF podcast and like us there and give a uh, DM us if you want what like with whatever you want us to talk about or if you have any ways we can improve upon this podcast please let us know and we will take your leave bye uh, bye